Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Sports Bar with Danger and Vitaglia. Good season overall. Obviously not the result. Uh, the ultimate goal that we were looking to accomplish. Um, I applaud the organization. All involved. The team, the players, the coaching staff. And uh, we look forward to continuing to reach and strive uh, for that ultimate goal of winning a world championship. Has this team under this leadership, maybe not Brandon Bean, but this head coach, reached its ceiling? Mike Danger. We, collectively, just have to be at peace with knowing this team will be competitive. This team will contend for division titles, but this team won't get home. And if you're okay with that, Sean McDermott will be in Buffalo for a long, long time. Gene Battaglia. You mentioned how there's going to be some changes in the roster, and I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. And, and we're wondering to what degree, but what is next for the Bills? Is it, hey, we're going back all in 2024? You know what? We got to be prudent here. I think you can do a little bit of both. You make some moves, but like you still have Josh Allen and a lot of talent. You're going to be in the mix. I don't ever see them with Josh Allen in the smack middle of his prime taking a year off. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan Rochester We'll uh, talk to Amherst head coach Seth Appert here in about 10-15 minutes or so as the Amherst uh, continue their homestand on a bit of a heater. Three game winning streak. We'll get the latest from the Rochester Americans. Here at a couple few in the sports bar. Danger of Bataglia. Glad you're with us. Listening along at 95.7 FM AM 950. You know we're streaming our show as well uh, on a YouTube channel at the Fan Rochester. You can watch us on Twitch at the Fan Rochester as well in the free to download Odyssey app and then on your smart device. When you ask it to play 95.7 The Fan, I'm Danger. That's Pataglia. Yeah, we've got some takes here on tap here. and Plenty of Bill's takes here, right? And here's one more on Josh Allen, because I've been getting a lot of this. You know, wait a second. Like, at what point does this happen for Josh Allen? It's only fitting, right? He was a divisive figure coming into the league. Many, including myself, said, don't draft this guy. Well, now we're heading into year seven, and there are Allen takes everywhere, including... Up-to-date player comps. Like, who would you compare him to? I read this one. Josh Allen is Carl Malone. Mm. This from Doug in Honeyway Falls. Josh Allen as Mike Trout. Ooh, he's digging. That's a dig. That's, that's, That's a reach out to me. Mike Trout, fantastic player, not a winner. Stack compiler does it, it, it different sport. Mm-hmm. I here's my comp. Josh Allen is John Elway. No, oh. physically gifted, 
Repeated bad endings. It wasn't until year 14 that Elway finally got that Super Bowl ring. Gosh, you hope it's not that long. We think of Elway today as a winner, but trust me, that was not the narrative for the majority of his career. Yeah. Um, I just I want to compare him to the elite quarterbacks, right? I want to say he's like a Brady or a Manning or even now what we've seen, a Mahomes. But I don't see that that mean streak in him. That you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's an alpha. Yes, he's a competitor. Yes, he wants it on the field. You can't you can't say anything but that, right? But what about off the field? What about his personality when he's not between those lines? He's not going to be the guy. At least he's shown us that is going to say to Brandon Bean his exit interview. You need to get me better receivers other than Trent Sherfield and Deontay Hardy. What did you expect? Right. I need more. He's not going to go on McAfee and kind of blow up the organization that right. way. Right. And and I think Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott knew that that was his personality, and that gives them a little bit of safety and security as well. But I would love, I would love to know that that that's something that Josh Allen is a part of. That Josh Allen, because you could be both. You can. You can still be like Peyton Manning is beloved. He's got a great personality. Everybody loves him. But you know what? He was a massive, you know what, on the sideline when things weren't going their way. Tom Brady, same thing. You can be both. You can absolutely be both. But right now, you see the competitor between the lines off the field. It's, you know, everybody's Josh is everybody's friend. And that's, I guess that's fine. I just want a little bit more. So I don't know who do I want. I want to compare him to the to the elite quarterbacks backs of our time, but he's not there. He's just he's 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 good. I'll even say he's great. He's not elite. He is not elite. I'm sorry. You can't be Patrick Mahomes. You're not elite. Can't get to a Super Bowl. You're not elite. Got to get there. Great stats. You know, amazing plays. He's not the problem. Matt Perino said this though. That was the moment where the great ones kind of rise up. I'm winning the game. And in second and third down, that didn't happen. Yep. That's right. Um, I have a a non-sports take today. And uh, courtesy of my wife, Sandy, and she pointed out something that I do. And I think a lot of guys do this, but I don't realize it. And I'm about to advocate for all men to do this forever, every time. No excuses moving forward. I want you to picture this. The night is beginning. You're you're getting set to watch some action. You're settling in. Your beverage of choice is in hand. And the beverage doesn't matter here. It could be a beer. It could be an IPA. It could be a bourbon. Hell, a margarita will do if that's your thing. First sip. First sip. Let out a satisfying grunt afterwards. And you know what I'm talking about, right? I didn't realize I do this, but I think it's just wired in me. Not to be confused with the that you may let out after a refreshing sip of water. Like I'll demonstrate. Okay. Refreshing sip of water. That's not, not what we're talking not about. Not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that first sip, more of like a, a power grunt, a growl, set a tone for the night ahead. Let everyone know it's about to go down and you're leading the charge, a testosterone laced validation of how delicious that first sip is. 
Got to give out a grunt on the first sip, Gino. I appreciate my wife pointing it out, no matter how annoying I may be to her. Tonight, let out a little growl with that first sip. Sounds like your wife uh, is using you to write the new Dr. Rick commercial. Like, that's what, like, you do when you're getting out of a chair. Ah, like not, the not the same thing. That is the same thing. Nope, not the same thing. Getting up out of a chair is a sign that you're old. I get that. Like, I acknowledge that. I, I remember the first time I actually caught myself doing that. I, I think it was close to 10 years ago now. I was getting out of my truck, and I just remember going, ah. You're going to do it more, though, dude. No. Wait, well, you, maybe, you maybe, but that's not what I'm talking about here. This is a... And it doesn't matter how old you are. You can do this in your when you're your 21st birthday. Take that first sip of whatever the shot is, the shot that you down your. Uh, it's a growl more than it is a, a a strain. Yeah, I guess when you're doing a shot, I notice that. Yeah, you do that like you have to. Yeah, let it, out something it's, like it's a it's a bit of a power move. Yeah. I kind of like it, and I think it sets a tone. I'm all for it, and I'm glad my wife pointed that out. I didn't realize I do it, but now that I think about it, yeah, I think I probably do it with every first sip I take. Even with a glass of wine, you can get away with it. You box wine mafia, you go ahead, splash a little box wine, a little brose, whatever you want to do, whatever your flavor of choice. Take that first sip. Now I'm going to be conscious tonight. Take a first yeah. sip. Take your first sip. <sighs> yeah. Feels good. Tastes better. Seth Apper coming up. Coming up tonight at Danger at 6 o'clock. It's time for baseball, writer. It's the announcement of who gets into the Hall of Fame. And to help us break it down, we welcome in baseball writer to share his thoughts. Oh, baseball writer is here. That's great. Wait, Gene disappeared from the stream. I don't know where Gene went, but maybe baseball writer. Welcome into the sports bar. Glad to that you could grace us with your presence. How was the temperature up there on Mount Pius this time of year? Is, is it more comfortable down here with the peasantry? I, I like coming on the air with you here. Uh, Rochester such a fine baseball town and Rich in always history. great yeah. to, to talk to you. And right after this, I'm going to do the Bob Matthews show tonight. <laughs> okay, good. Thanks, baseball writer. Yes, yes. Good. Is Matthews still on the air? I don't know that he is, but that okay. Regardless. Oh, I think it's maybe his Facebook program, but regardless, <laughs> oh, okay. I love I absolutely love talking baseball with you good Red Wing fans yeah. here, Mike Danger, even though sometimes I, I disagree with the way that you treat me yes, baseball on this writer. show. Well, we know how important this is, and this is this is your Super Bowl. This is a big deal for you. This is where you get to show your authority, flex your muscle, and let the world know just how important your voice is. Well, I wanted to let you know in advance, Mike Danger, I'm going to give you some news. I'm going to give you my ballot. I'm going to tell you who I voted for for the Baseball Hall of Fame. Tell me, baseball writer. Who's in? Well, who is in? Adrian Beltre. Okay. Adrian, you know, some may say it's because 3,000 hits and that's the automatic benchmark. I say that he represents the things that we are not here in the Baseball Writers uh, Association. Mm. As we are old... We are male, uh, and we're white, uh, yeah. so we need to be diverse, yeah. and that is why we will be uh, honoring Adrian Beltre in Cooperstown. Very good. The other player, I I really have a lot of respect. You're from Minnesota. How do you not like Joe Maurer? Oh. Joe Maurer, by the way, played in Rochester a yeah. little bit, and there was one time... When he was coming up through the ranks, Mike Danger, down in Visalia, I went into the locker room, oh boy. into the clubhouse, uh -huh. and he was 
coming out of the shower and just what a striking young man. I could tell right away by his build that he was going Whoa. to be a future Hall of Famer. Whoa. And it's going to be great that we're going to coordinate uh, just such a fine, striking young man into yeah. the Hall of Fame. I, I didn't, I mean, I didn't realize that that was part of what gets you into the Hall of Fame, your build chiseled jawline well it's 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 also you know he, the water? He, 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 he also gave the interviews whenever he wanted people ask me all the time why don't you vote for alex rodriguez and it's very simple it's not to do with the steroids he wouldn't give me an interview ah, so therefore i would not vote for him very good yes yes hey, also striking i would imagine also uh, a baseball writer a little bit um in, into the clubhouse. You really, really like the clubhouse, don't you? Well, those COVID years only couldn't go in. I'm just happy to go back in there. Of course. And, and talk. Because I have a column coming up I need to write here. Yeah. And uh, I am so eagerly awaiting the announcement tonight. So, Adrian did Beltre. You, did, wait, I just want to re rewind for a second, baseball writer. Did you say Joe Maurer was physically striking? I think those were the words you used. Physically striking, just, just baseball writer. It's okay. You could. You, this is a safe space. You can tell us how you really feel and why you think Joe Maurer belongs in the Hall of Fame. I think as a quality person, and uh, again, uh -huh. I remember it like yesterday. The the water glistening off of his hair. Oh, there it is. Okay, and uh, you know you could do all yeah. sorts of hair products. Yeah, Show Maurer. Yes, yes. Thank you, baseball writer. We appreciate you and your contributions to the sport. You are so, so important. Back to Mount Pius with you. Enjoy your, your winter. How many days until pitchers and catchers, Gina? What is it now? 22? Okay. 22. We'll get there. Oh, always fun when baseball writer stops by the sports bar. Up next, <laughs> we talked to Hamrick's head coach, Seth Eppert. If he's listening right now, he's like, what do I do? Why every week with these two clowns? Really? This is, the, this is the best? Are we not better than this? The answer, no. No, we are not. Seth Eppert joins us next. The Hamricks are hot. Three straight wins. And uh, at home this weekend, we'll preview this weekend's action with Seth Appert here in the sports bar. 866-4326 is our phone number if you want to join us as well. You're listening to the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rush. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can and overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Chester, the fan, Rochester, sports update. And the season press conference is today for the Buffalo Bills. GM Brandon Bean asked, what's the top priority? Top priorities would be build this roster with as you know many good players as we can. And that's... That's my number one job is we have to be use every asset, everything we can. Obviously, I'm going to have to be creative with with the cap. Former Chargers GM Tom Telesco, the new Raiders GM. Milwaukee Bucks today firing head coach Adrian Griffin. A little bit of a surprise. The Bucks tied for second, the best record in the NBA this season at 30 and 13. Buffalo Sabres tonight, 10 o'clock, the puck drop here on the Fan Rochester there in Anaheim. Talk to head coach Seth Emmerich of the Rochester Americans coming up next year in the sports bar. Syracuse basketball tonight, hosting Florida State. Team Attackland, the sports leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, the Fan Rochester. They've raised the bar on Rochester Sports Talk. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. All right, since we last spoke to Amherst head coach Seth Appert, his team has rattled off three straight wins, scoring some goals as well. Six goals last Wednesday night against Lehigh Valley. Seven Saturday night at Blue Cross Arena in their win over Springfield. Hey, Coach. Welcome into the Sports Bar. Thanks for joining us. Congrats on the three-game winning streak. No, the work isn't done, but a little bit of an offensive boost here over the course of the last three games. Just wanted to kind of get your your thoughts on on this current win streak that the team is on. Yeah, thanks, guys. Good to be on. Um, it was a good week, you know, and, and I've been saying to you guys for a month and a half now that um, we really like the way we're playing and the, the you know, the direction that we're trending in and uh it's nice in the last uh eight games and especially last week uh that the guys are getting rewarded a little bit for it yeah seth uh your, your comment uh today uh, online that uh yeah that, that this might be the best uh that your team is playing here and here we are in january is it too soon to start looking at the standings here in the north division well um it, it is that time um although i am not someone that uh, get standings fixated. You know, I'm a, I'm a process oriented person and coach. Um, I, I preach to our guys that if we take care of our daily habits and our daily business, the standings take care of themselves. So, but, but it's tight. Second to seventh is, is one good week or bad week away. And that's the North division. Um, you know, I think it's, it's just an amazing division. Uh, the quality of, of players and of coaches top to bottom uh, is is always uh, extremely tight, and you have to fight for everything you get in our division. Yeah, and you can make hay here, too, just glancing at the schedule. You have nothing but North Division opponents from now until the middle of February. Yeah, you know, we have these five games, two this week, three next, uh, leading into All-Star break, and then and then get a few days to kind of catch our breath. And then February is, 
is insane. Uh, our schedule is extremely demanding, uh, including a seven and ten mixed in there. Um, so, you know, right now we just need to, you know, keep playing the right way. Um, like I said, we're getting rewarded for a month and a half of, of doing things the right way. We've had really good practices, very strong games, not always leading to good results in the first bit of that. Um, but credit to our guys, they've stayed the course, believing they'd get rewarded. And now we're starting to get rewarded a little bit. Seth Appert, our guest here, the Amherst home Friday and Saturday night. So kind of the rare weekend where you're getting on back-to-back nights here. Seth, a player that uh, really has been fun. Uh, Lucas Ruschak, now 13 straight games with a point here. Where is he at in his development here, Seth? Yeah, that's crazy. It's uh, I think it's the longest streak in about 20 years. Uh, so since Pittis, who's a Hall of Famer for the Amherst. Um, so... You know, he's always, he came over very talented, very creative, a good passer. Um, and I've been really proud this year um, of the, the how competitive he's been on the puck. You know, and he's had a few tastes. Now. He got up a couple games last year. He got up for four or five this year. And as good as he is for us it, to make it in the NHL full time, he's going to need to be in the bottom six probably somewhere. And bottom six players in the NHL have to compete on pucks. They have to forecheck. They have to be tenacious. They have to win puck battles. And he's doing those things at the highest rate of his career. And because of that, his line has the puck a lot. And then when they have the puck a lot, his offensive skill and creativity really starts taking over. So he and uh, he's with Brandon Byro. He and Byro have been together quite a bit. Uh, last week, we switched the lineup. and We put Brett Murray with him. And they, they were dominant. Uh, they matched against the other team's top lines. They, they had a success defensively against those top lines while also producing offensively, which is hard to do. Seth, what about the uh, back and forth between the pipes? Uh, you know, and I, I don't know that you're going to say that it matters one way or the other. And we all kind of recognize that Devin Levi needs to get work, but he comes down, he faces, I think it was 14 shots in the win against uh, Springfield. Do we expect that to kind of continue here through the course of, of the rest of the regular season? Um, I think it's too, it's hard to predict. Um, you know, he needed to get a game. They have a back-to-back in California. He's likely to play one of these next two games out West. Um, he hadn't played in a while cause Oopi is playing so good. Uh, he needed to get in a game and, and, uh, you know, we had a situation where he could get in. So, and that, that's part of our function in the American league. And, and, uh, um, you know, and, and I think it's just week to week right now with where, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to win in the National Hockey League while also trying to develop two young goaltenders. And that's not always easy to do. And so you just have to, you have to take it uh, step by step. And uh, this opportunity presented itself. Um, and, you know, management wanted to get him in a game. Uh, so he could be probably sharper uh, when he, if he plays out West this week. We're talking to Seth Apper as the again the Amherst home Friday and Saturday night again the the Sabers tonight we'll all be staying up late in Anaheim and then you get that break that the NHL gives the players so the Sabers I don't know we call it a bye week or whatever it is Seth I know it might be jumping ahead but by this time next week we'll be no we'll know if any players are are, are back here do we anticipate any reinforcements after this West Coast swing is done I don't anticipate a lot of them uh, you know it's um, you know, most of the guys that are up right now have been up for most or all of the season. Um, and you know, rest, 
rest is a weapon heading down the stretch as well. So you have to, you, there's a balance to all that. And we have a pretty good roster right now. We're a little thinner on D with Bryson up, uh, Davies out with injury, uh, but we still have six very, very good defensemen. Um, we're, we, you know, we have a real full forward lineup right now. So, um, you know, we, we have a nice lineup right now. Um, you know, quite frankly, a couple of weeks ago, we had too many bodies. So, uh, it's a nice opportunity for the decor right now. And even only at 14 healthy forwards to get guys in a little more often, like, you know, Graham Slager, it's a really good hockey player that hasn't got to play enough lately. In the last two games he's played, he's got three points in two games, you know? So, you know, these are opportunities where guys that like him that deserve more minutes, uh, maybe they get a little more time. Couple of teams staring up at the uh, Amherst in the North Division standings. Uh, Rochester's opponent this weekend, Friday night, it's Utica. Saturday night, Laval. Uh, we just saw Utica last Friday night. We know how physical those matchups are. Uh, any takeaways from that win on the road last Friday night, Seth? Yeah, that was a great win. Um, I really do believe, as much as I dislike Utica and Syracuse, um, I do believe going into their buildings as much as we have to against physically demanding older teams the last three years has made us a better team. Uh, it's toughened us up. It's hardened us. It's battle tested us for playoffs. And, um, you know, and I thought that, you know, we've been growing our team game and the American league's interesting. You got guys that want to be in Buffalo. You got young prospects, you got Europeans, you got Russians, and you're trying to meld that all together and become a team that wants to play for each other, not just with each other. And that takes time. And I've been feeling it more and more. And then uh, we had two moments in Utica that um, where Tyson Kozak took an extremely dirty hit from behind, head first in the boards, and Brendan Warren did not hesitate, went in and fought for him. And then a period later, um, uh, we got blasted from behind into the boards again, and, and, and Joe Ciccone, uh went right in and fought again. And those are, you know, Cheeks and Warren are tough players, but they're not fighters. And uh, when guys like that stick up for their teammates um, in that manner, those are things that galvanize a locker room and really start to earn that feeling that we're playing for each other. Uh, I think it was a great sign on Friday, and I also think that that, carried into Saturday's win. Seth, since you are uh, playing uh, Syracuse coming up um, next Wednesday and you have Utica, and I, I'm assuming you saw this play. It was just something I've never seen before, but follow me on this. Let me explain for everybody. Syracuse is playing <laughs> Utica. You know where I'm going with this. Syracuse yeah, is I playing do. Utica. A five-on-three power play Syracuse has, and they pull their goalie. And then, well, wouldn't you know, there's a pass that they're trying to thread the needle when really they didn't need to. And, and this is in the first period danger. And Utica gets an empty net goal. Um, Seth, what did you think of that play, number one? And I could see it maybe from the Syracuse's coach's standpoint where you're trying to teach things that maybe this game or this period isn't that important, but I want to kind of deliver a message. At, at points during the season, do you ever kind of experiment with things like that, knowing that, hey, there's going to be bigger situations uh, coming up down the road? Yeah, that's part of it in the American League. It really is. Uh, you can't sometimes do that always in the NHL. In the American League, you know, sometimes you're putting guys on the ice in those moments and late games. 
and you're cringing. You're putting an 18, 19, 20-year-old on the ice that probably shouldn't be out there trying to protect a one-goal lead, but they need to learn. Um, putting a guy in the penalty kill that maybe isn't really a penalty killer, but he needs to learn. And uh, that's the first thing that popped into my head is that he was taking that opportunity, one, to either practice something uh, for a bigger moment later in the year if they needed it, or or it's something that they've had an idea that, that might work, um, or maybe analytics has suggested that a six on three is more successful than a five on three. You never know. And it's easier to experiment with those things in the American league than it is in the NHL. Right. And, um, so those are the things that popped into my head as the likely scenarios, a couple of the two or three likely scenarios that led to that. Um, uh, but when it goes in the back of the net, um, there's a lot less media pressure in the American League when it goes in the back end of that than it does if it's in the National Hockey League. Yeah, I, and you know what? I, I I got to imagine for you that that's something where you're just kind of gritting your teeth and hoping for the best. And I know it's not apples to apples in terms of the scenarios we're talking about here, but there were moments I remember just a couple of seasons ago in the postseason where you're pulling the goalie real early just trying to get that advantage when everything is on the line, especially uh, when you're talking about postseason hockey. Yeah, I'm an early uh, goalie bowler, so um, you know uh, that, that's something I believe in. That that you get them out at the right early at the right time with fresh troops on the ice in an advantageous situation. So um, you know, the much the more you can practice those things, the better. Um, but you know, uh, you know, and I don't know Syracuse's coach very well, but. Uh, as a coach, uh, when I saw that, I cringed because you know, like, Ugh, that's that's a hard one to swallow right there. And we've all we've all been there, you know. Yeah, Seth Appert, our guest. Seth, I don't know if you've noticed this about our, our community here in the last, what's it been, danger, 48 hours, not even. Um, people are really taking the Bills law seriously. I will say this. There's other things you can kind of enjoy. Gluting your team, Seth. Friday and Saturday night, it's hockey season. So set us up here. What can we expect here coming up uh, Friday and Saturday night? I'm sure you don't like that, like, oh, hockey season doesn't begin until football season's over uh, mentality. No, I I, uh, um, I respect that. This is Bill's country first and foremost, as it should be. And, uh, you know, I wish they were playing for three more weeks, but uh, but. Yeah, no, now it's an opportunity to, to dive in. We've had great crowds over the last month or so. Uh, we got two great games at home. Utica, everybody knows what it's like playing us in Utica. I mean, Friday nights can be a great game, physical, nasty, very high dislike for each other. Um, had two fights last week against each other. Uh, and then Laval is one of the hotter teams in our in our division right now. They have a very good lineup, and that's the American League, right? Sometimes you play a team, they don't look very good. And then you see them two months later and they're a wagon. Well, I mean, that's just sometimes it's injuries, call-ups, things of that nature. Right now, uh, Laval has a really good lineup. They're humming. They're playing really good hockey. Uh, they signed a Finnish goaltender that stabilized the, that position for them. So um, we're going to have two great games this weekend. And uh, like I said, the crowd's been outstanding. And I expect they will be again now. We're looking forward to it. Wish you best of luck this weekend, Coach. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys. You got it. There he is, Seth yeah. Appert, Rochester Americans head coach, joining us here in the sports bar. That's the thing. Like, sometimes you realize, like, it, you're putting guys that are not in this situation. When we get to April, you're, you're not going to be experimenting. You're, you're, you're trying to win hockey games at that point, I think. Yeah. 
Um, I, I think the Comrie slash Levi situation is interesting. It, it probably doesn't really affect the overall outcome of games. And, and you know, if you're an American League team, you're used to that kind of shuffling the deck constantly with your roster. But I, I, I'm just curious about the development of specifically Levi and if he is, you know, going to be playing second fiddle to UPL, how much work can he get when he comes to Rochester? Well, I think this would just be my read on this. And it, it's tough to ask Seth this question, but we, we, we haven't even broached the idea of uh, NHL trade deadline. Well, guess what? Where things stand right now, uh, the Sabres will be sellers. But because there are a lot of young players on this team, what are you really selling? Well, there's going to be a team danger that, you know, we could use some goalie insurance. And this is a player that we could send to our American Hockey League affiliate. I, I just bracing for like, you know, an Eric Comrie trade. So anybody that is thinking that Eric Comrie could be that player uh, coming up uh, this postseason for the Amherst, I would think that if the phone rings that, you know, Kevin Adams would accept that call. Uh, we have happy hour coming up in a couple few. We have time for your calls. If you want to pull up a stool, 866-4326, get you into the sports bar, 585-866-4FAN. Quickly, uh, before we take a break, 50 plus million viewers on Sunday night for Bills Chiefs, Gino, the most watched divisional round game of all time. Peaked to 56 million. Tell me how the NFL is struggling. Tell no. me how the NFL is is. It had nothing to do with fantasy, maybe daily fantasy, but come on, people are just so still have action. Yeah. yeah, I got dragged into Sandy's show this morning with Spazano, Spazano, and Sandy on the Buzz uh, because they were talking about the NFL being rigged. Did you see the graphic that was mistakenly put All up right. by a Western Canadian station? Oh, no. I thought you were talking about the Super Bowl logo thing. Did they go that down that too, road? Yeah, yes. yeah. No, I didn't see this. What's yeah, the, somebody yeah. on, you know, they were reporting on the halftime performances of the Super Bowl, and they mentioned the artists that will be performing, not at halftime, just in general. And they mentioned the Super Bowl when the Ravens take on the 49ers. Now, again, uh, Western Canadian TV station puts this graphic up. And all I could think to myself is, yeah, they probably don't know. They're probably like whoever put that together probably just doesn't follow the NFL. Just like if you asked us to do something related to the CFL, we wouldn't know. Or hell, even the NHL, you might not know who's playing in the Stanley Cup. The the idea that the, the league would be rigged for like the two number one seeds. Stop. Are you kidding me? If it was rigged? You'd have the Kansas City Chiefs back in there because Taylor Swift. Yeah. Did they go down that road on? The, I didn't hear I don't you. Think on this. So. No. But it's it's doubling down on the language of losers, and it's it's prevalent at a time when your team isn't playing anymore, and we have to kind of come up with something. And I, I don't hear anybody that listens to our show saying that the NFL is rigged. But inevitably, if there's a bad call or if something happens, you'll hear, oh, rigged, same old, same old NFL, always rigged. They only want these teams. Stop it. Well, I, the, the thing that is kind of spooky, though, is the colors that they're using here in the logos. And again, it's just it's just coincidence. OK, There's, it's not rigged. But you go back to the Bengals Rams and the Super We could have, That's a separate conversation. The Super Bowl logo, what they've done to it. Awful. Yeah, it was always something unique with the stadium, with yeah. the place. No, now it's just generic. But now they tint the logo into colors. And in advance of the, 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 the Super Bowl in Los Angeles, what well, was in Bengals and Rams colors? How did they know that? I don't know. Well, then last year, 
Okay, well, if it, the Super Bowl's in Arizona, look at the old Arizona Coyotes uniforms, red and green. Okay, that's kind of the, the, the field there, Arizona. Well, you had Philadelphia and Kansas City. Hey, how did they know that? And then everybody quick to point out this year, it's red and purple. Purple, it must mean the Ravens are in the Super Bowl. Coincidence. Just stop. Just stop it. I also look at that logo and see, I don't know, the lights of Las Vegas. I mean, I feel like they're trying to restore some of what they did with the logo, but there's no way anybody can sell or convince me on the idea that the logo or this graphic or anything proves that the NFL is rigged pro wrestling. Different story. There's a reason why we're not able to legally wager on pro wrestling. That that's a different story. The NFL. No, not the same. Not the same. Also, there's so many different takeaways you can grab from that record number. Yeah, I, I think that you're going to see another season where the Buffalo Bills will get the five primetime games sure. out of the gate, and then something will get flexed along the way. They are a national team. For sure. Uh, you, you brought up the Bengals. Their offensive coordinator, Brian Callahan, is now set to become the Titans head coach. He's the uh, son of former Raiders head coach, Bill Callahan. And with that move, I want to say that since 2020, yeah. every team in the NFL has flipped their offensive coordinator. Which this is why you really should hire a head coach that has the offensive mind because, well, whoever your lieutenant is on the offensive side of the ball, if they're any good, they're going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Or if they're not good, well, then you're finding somebody else. Yeah. That turnover, that's shocking. Yeah. That that there is not an offensive coordinator that's in this position in the last three years that everything has turned over since. Uh, do you think, uh, just looking at the Bills coaching staff, I know some of them have interviewed, Brady's coming back. I think that's probably locked in. It's... <sighs> Yeah, they 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 stopped short of the pin today yeah. saying yeah. that. Well, they're not going to give you anything today, but I, I feel like that it feels like a certainty. The one that's interesting is Bob Babich. He interviewed as the defensive coordinator yeah. for the Giants today. Yeah, that one feels like there's something there that would make some sense. That one wouldn't surprise me if you lost him. So the Bills bring in Wink Martindale? No, <laughs> not at all. Um, the, the Callahan in Tennessee. Like if you're a Titans fan, aren't you kind of like, oh, like we, we well, have the all the enthusiasm yeah. there would be, hey, can you turn this offense into something? Can you identify Will Levis as the dude? Is he the dude? Build an offense like you did in Cincinnati. Although how much of that was him in Cincinnati and the actual head coach who came with the offensive pedigree that he had coming in from L.A. My read on it is like Mike Vrabel just uh, on merit alone. I don't think he deserved to be fired. It was kind of a rebuilding year. But if he wasn't getting along with the GM, all right, well, then that that can happen. And that move was made. And the assumption that Mike Vrabel um, would be already hired, which he is yet to be hired. Yeah, anywhere. the word is that he also interviewed uh, for the Chargers gig, and the Chargers reportedly close to a deal to make Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, their next head coach. Also hearing that Pete Carroll reportedly has been pushing for some consideration as well. I don't think the Chargers are biting on that one, so we kind of wait and see as these dominoes oh, start to fall. He back in L.A., doesn't he? Yeah. Um, we mentioned this earlier when we were talking about the Buffalo Bills. Expect the Bills to end up with a, an extra third round pick with compensatory draft pick formula falling their way, and and that'll be towards the tail end of the third round. We could say that, but that remember that 
their original pick is gone. That yep. was like they they moved down to the fifth, so they didn't give up a pick per se, but they moved down two rounds for Rasul Douglas. Um, and look, that's going to be coming up in the 2024 draft. I think the 2025 draft, you're going to be talking about more than one competitive. Got a lot pick. of free yeah, agents yeah. leaving. Yep, the Eagles actually getting a hole. They have uh, projected a third rounder and three fifth round compensatory picks coming up here uh, in this year's draft. And also today we learned who the referee will be for the Super Bowl in a few weeks here. It'll be Bill Vinovich and his crew. He also refed Super Bowl 49 and Super Bowl 54. Out of Vegas today, um, normally you kind of hire the GM first and then the head coach. And then the Raiders do things uh, to their own beat. They decide, okay, Pierce is your guy. Fine. Uh, Tom Telesco gets the gig. So he's the Buffalo native that had been the Chargers GM for how long and then got blown out with everybody else. What do you think of that move? Uh, I think it's interesting. And I think it's mostly interesting because the Raiders kind of, I feel like, did it backwards where you hired your guy first. I just think Antonio Pierce must have some sort of weight within that organization or strikes fear. I could see Antonio Pierce being the kind of guy that would strike fear into Mark Davis, intimidate Mark Davis into making moves. But you know, the, um, the Telesco hire will be, will be interesting. And, and can the two of them coexist? I imagine they spent some time together. Once you had the head coach figured out and you knew that it was going to be Pierce, how much time did Pierce spend with Telesco for Telesco to be able to say, yeah, I can work with that guy. We'll be good. Yeah. I, uh, until they find who their quarterback is. That's going to be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, happy hour next in the sports bar. Your calls, 866-4326. We heard from Brandon Bean. We heard from Sean McDermott. We had a great conversation earlier this afternoon with Matt Perino of the Syracuse Post Standard. We'll break all of it down next on The Fan. You're listening to the sports bar with Danger and Vitaglia. <laughs> On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.